Test 1, 2, 3. Hello, welcome back to the fourth episode of the Mongo. <laughs> I can't I I can't even pronounce Mango anymore. Mongo. Mango podcast. I'm glad you guys tuned in again and oh my god, I'm being such a pretentious bitch right now, thinking that I have listeners and you guys is a plural. I mean, I see my podcast statistics uh, on my Anchor app, hashtag not spons, and I have one unique listener, and I am 100% sure that is my boyfriend. Talking about boyfriends, in today's episode, uh, I wanted to discuss and tell you about my relationship. And I mainly want to talk about it because I always really love hearing other people's love stories and boy drama and dating stories. I'm all in for that tea. I mean, I am still a Gemini. I am a Gemini, so yeah, I eat that shit up. So I thought I would just talk about something that I like hearing from other people. But before we start dissecting my relationship, let's have a quick chat um, about my life, a little life update. And with quick, I do mean quick, because I've been spending most of the week trying to work on my thesis. Are you guys already bored hearing me complain about this? Because I am so done with it. It gives me stress and anxiety, so yeah, I just really don't want to talk about it. So the highlight of my week uh, was binge-watching The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. And yes, avid Netflix watchers might say that I was late to the show, but better late than never because it was such a great show. I am absolutely in love with the lead actress, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. I've been watching all of her interviews on YouTube and she seems like such a cool person, like so chill, so nice, eloquent, funny. So if you're listening, Anya, I would love to be your friend. Please hit me up. You can slide on my DMs. It's at mango.podcast on Instagram. But for people who haven't seen The Queen's Gambit, which I highly doubt, um, I will tell you what the story is about. So it's about this young girl who became an orphan and discovered that she has a great talent for playing chess. So as she grew up, we uh, see her playing a lot of chess tournaments, But, okay, it does sound boring if I explain it like this, but um, the series made interesting because this girl is also struggling with addiction. Um, And and what I also really enjoy of this this series is that it is set in the, I think it was the 60s, the 1960s in America, so it was very much um, like the fashion, the cars, and, and also maybe a little bit of that sexism going on. Uh, yeah, so that was sure fun. Okay, I just gave the worst summary of that show, but I swear it's really good and you definitely should watch it if you have nothing better to do. But other than that, I don't really remember much about the past week or what I did. I mean, hmm. oh, I did make some creamy uh, mushroom soup and that turned out great. And also just now I made um, leek soup. I don't know, I just translated the word leek, or like in Dutch we call it prei, and English people apparently call it leek, so I made leek soup. Um, Yeah, I think my family just really likes soup, and we eat it for basically all of our dinners before our main, um, main dish. So I was wondering, is that actually a thing? Like, are more families eating soup every day before the dinner? Because, I mean, for me it's pretty normal, and both of my parents, they grew up like this. Um, so yeah, for them, it's it's also like a normal thing and we've always been doing it. 
but only like I think as of a year ago I started to actively make soup from scratch at home and I must say I'm pretty good at it right now like over time I think the most my most favorite soup that I make is either like a good old tomato soup or a pumpkin soup um, but before I run off on a like a whole episode about soup I guess I'm going to end this very quick life update here so yeah let's just start with the main topic of this week which is my long-distance relationship Yes, I am one of those people who swore never to be in a long-distance relationship because I always thought they would fail eventually anyways. But here we are. So where should I begin? Maybe let's just start off by talking how I ended up in a long-distance relationship. Uh, as I mentioned in a previous podcast episode, I did an internship abroad, right? So apparently what a lot of people do when they are going abroad or maybe it's just me and my friends, uh, we go on dating apps because we're lonely, we don't know anybody and we want to make some friends, right? And what better way to meet friends is to go on the internet and talk to random boys and guys and meet up with strangers in a country that you barely know. You know, like how could this possibly go wrong? There's just no way. Well, let me tell you, the thing I feared the most happened which is me ending up in a long-distance relationship. So I was just meeting a few guys casually, right? Uh, and I wouldn't necessarily call them dates, but let's say friendly meetups. Like, I never went into one of these meetings as like potential, oh my god, I want to date him and have a boyfriend, you know? I was just there for a few months, so I didn't really see the point in starting something serious. And this was also my mindset when I met my current boyfriend back then. Uh, well, my current boyfriend now, when I met him back then for the first time. Uh, I remember we matched on Tinder already a couple of times, but he never texted me first. So we just never talked. And I don't know why, but I never text first on dating apps. Um, also, don't ask me why I made multiple Tinder accounts, because honestly, I don't remember. Oh, actually, I think it was because I made my Tinder account linked to my phone number. Um, but my phone got stolen once and also I think I changed um, like phone providers one time as well. So yeah, there you have it. I had like three different Tinder accounts. Anyways, uh, we matched for like the third time already and they say three times is the charm, right? So he did finally text me and me being the nice girl that I am, uh, I texted him back and it went back and forth like that for a few days. And he wanted to meet up eventually, but I wasn't feeling it. So I just kept it off um, until one day I was sitting in a cafe working and somehow we decided to meet up uh, in a mall that day because I still had to eat dinner. And I think that is why we ended up meeting or something like that. I don't, I don't really remember how that went. Uh, so after work, I went to the place uh, that we agreed upon and this guy was like a solid hour late. So yeah, that's not a very good first impression, right? Okay, maybe he wasn't an hour late, but for sure he was like 30 minutes late. And also I was just having fun like watching some stores, so it wasn't that bad the waiting actually. But also this is my story, so let me be a bit dramatic, okay? So I remember sitting on a bench and he texted me that he arrived. So I was staring at the escalator trying to see if he could um, trying to see if I could spot him already. And honestly, in moments like these, I am a little nervous. Like, what if he is a catfish and I'm stuck with this ugly ass dude for like an hour and pretending to be nice? 
or what if he's like a psycho serial killer, right? You just, you just never know. And that is why you always have to meet strangers for the first time in public places. Anyway, so as he approached me, I could see that he luckily wasn't a catfish, but now I just had to make sure whether he was a serial, psycho serial killer, yes or no. Um, but we had dinner and some drinks uh, at the mall uh, rooftop bar uh, after, and that was our first date, or as I would say it, friendly meetup. Um, and to completely honest, my first impression of him was that he was quite shy and a little weird too. I mean, he was nice, but I didn't think he was my type. So when he asked me on a second date, I kept on declining. But I did keep on texting him every now and then. And uh, because I really, really liked um, our communication though. So eventually we met up for a second time and a third time and a fourth time, etc. And over time, I realized that I actually really liked him. But once I realized that, I only had like a month left in Yangon and I really didn't want to have a long-distance relationship. I mean, I had one before and that lasted for like two weeks and then the guy cheated on me. So yeah, I wasn't planning on repeating that. So we decided to not make things official and um, just see where the contact goes. And at that point, I really thought that uh, it was the end. I was leaving the country to go back home and finish my studies and I was... Uh, I wasn't planning to reach out to him or, or talk to him again. But this guy was very persistent and he uh, even already texted me the minute I landed in the country where my connection flight was. So yeah, my plans of not talking to him anymore forever already went out of the window right there and then. Um, so ever since we just never stopped talking. I mean, except for the times when I'm a little salty and I tell him that we shouldn't have contact for like a week, week straight. But I, I swear, I'm, I'm not that toxic. So after eight months of us texting and video calling regularly, we decided that we wanted to see each other again. And at this point, we weren't official yet. I would say that period was like our dating period. So in the summer of 2019, I went back to Asia and we traveled together for three weeks, I think. Uh, and it was in uh, also in those three weeks that he uh, asked me to be his girlfriend. Uh, actually, that's quite funny um, because he had to ask me like twice because the first time I wasn't really having it. So uh, we were on the bed and he was and it was sleeping time. So I was already half asleep and this guy decided to just randomly ask me, hey, do you want to be my girlfriend? So when I heard that, I was thinking like, dude, I'm just falling asleep right now and we're in this beautiful country and this is the moment and the place where you decide to ask me. I don't think so. So I just didn't, I just didn't respond. Okay, so this and the salty thingy just now make me really sound like a bad person, right? But I, I swear I'm, I'm really not. So the second time he asked me was a few days later. He didn't get the memo and he still asked me uh, when I was about to sleep. Um, but because I really liked him at that point, I was also, and I was also low low-key scared that he wouldn't ask me anymore, I decided to take this opportunity and said yes. So all well ends well, right? Oh no, no, no. Because our trip unfortunately ended a couple of days later and um, that means that we would be separated again for who knows how long. And it was really sad that I had to say goodbye to him. And since then I haven't seen him anymore. So the last time I saw him was like one year and three months ago. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I don't know how we do it. Um, also, I don't know when I'm going to see him again. 
And I'm not gonna lie, it is hard and I do miss him a lot uh, all the time, but I also think that we're doing quite okay, or at least that's from my perspective. Uh, maybe it would be fun to get him on this podcast and talk about how he experiences the, the distance. Um, but what I felt really helped me was uh, that I had other things going on all the time. Like after we say goodbye that summer, uh, I basically immediately started my master's program and that has been really busy for me. Um, so my mind has just been mainly focused on, on getting this degree soon, I hope soon. And also now with the COVID situation, I know that um, it is out of our hands to be able to see each other again, which makes it a little bit better uh, in a sense as well, if you know what I mean. So that is the story of how we ended up being in a long distance relationship. Uh, but I think besides the bad parts, there's also a few good things um, that come from it as well. So for example, um, now I've been uh, able to really focus um, on my studies. And I also think that it brings me a little bit more freedom and independence in a sense. Um, yeah, so... I do feel like the longer we are apart, the easier it gets, but also at the same time, the harder it gets, if you know what I mean, or if that makes sense. Like it gets easier in the sense that you get used to it and it becomes, mm, let's say more normal, like you get used to it, but it also gets harder because the longer that we won't be able to see each other, the more that I miss him. But if I look at myself, I think I'm a way better long distance girlfriend now than I was in the beginning. I used to be so much more insecure about the situation and um, even though I still am highly suspicious all the time that he cheats on me, uh, it isn't as bad anymore. Um, and yeah, I know that it sounds so cliche, but I really believe that trust and communication is, is the key that makes a long distance relationship work. And of course also love. There needs to be like a mutual understanding that you actually like each other, otherwise that doesn't work either, right? Okay, that's stupid, never mind. Forget that I said it, I was stupid. Um, so yeah, I actually want to also go more into this topic, but I think it will be more fun to discuss this with, with my boyfriend. Um, and also then you guys will hear that I actually do have one and I'm not just some crazy psycho girl who makes this shit up. Uh, well, let's see if he's going to join me for next episodes. Let's see. But for now, I want to I wanna end it here because... Honestly, I really just want to play some Sims. I haven't been playing for a long time and this is like my Sunday evening free time and I kind of want to, <laughs> I kind of want to like just play some. Okay, anyways, cool. Thank you again for listening and I hope to see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye, bye-bye, bye-bye, ciao, ciao, ciao. Ooh.